This is Brother Seth with Monday Mornings on the Narrow Road. Um, our do, our goal as always is to help reinforce those things that our brothers and sisters in Christ are hearing and hopefully spread a little bit of a good word. Uh, slight update. So uh, previously I had given my email address as mornings at gmail.com when in reality it is mornings. 2023 Monday mornings 2023 at gmail.com. So I apologize for any confusion on that point. If you do have a prayer request you'd like me to help you pray about, that that is the email address to use Monday mornings 2023 at gmail.com. Today we're going to be in Ezra chapter 3, verses 3 through 6. And they set the altar upon his bases, for fear was upon them because of the people of those countries, and they offered burnt offerings thereon unto the Lord, even burnt offerings morning and evening. They kept also the Feast of Tabernacles, as it is written, and offered the daily burnt offerings by number according to the custom as the duty of every day required. And afterward offered the continual burnt offering both of the new moons and of all the set feasts of the Lord that were consecrated and of everyone that willingly offered a freewill offering unto the Lord. From the first day of the seventh month began they to offer burnt offerings unto the Lord, but the foundation of the temple of the Lord was not yet laid. So a little bit of of context. So this is after they've been led into captivity uh, by Babylon, after the, the first temple, the temple of Solomon, had been destroyed and plundered. Um, Cyrus, uh, the king of Persia, and I believe it's this is close to 50 years since the first temple was destroyed, um, sends Israel back to Jerusalem and says, hey, build a temple to your God. Um, Even though Cyrus is not a believer, this is something Cyrus did. He he repopulated areas, gave them back their, their gods, their God, their gods to worship um, in order to kind of gain favor with them. But in the case of uh, the Israelites here, we see that, you know, as soon as they were given that permission, they they went and the, the Levites started and they started gathering the things to rebuild the temple. But more importantly, they started not in the rebuilding of the temple, What's this? And they set the altar upon his basis, and they kept. They started, and they started worshiping. They they offered burnt offerings. They kept the feasts, and they continually offered burnt offerings, as were was ordained in the old Mosaic uh, covenant and law, uh, as handed down by God to Moses. And in, in verse six is. is it's truly powerful to me. From the first day of the seventh month began they to offer burnt offerings unto the Lord, but the foundation of the temple of the Lord was not yet laid. And what what really struck me to this is we a lot of times feel like, well, worship is, you know, worship's Sunday morning at 11 or Sunday night at 6, or, or Wednesday night Bible study, um, we feel a lot of times that worship is something that is within the house of God. It's an activity for church. It's only an activity for church. 
Um, and the reality is that worshiping God is a continual thing. Uh, we worship God through our Bible study. We worship God through our prayers. We worship God in those one-on-one -on -one fellowships that we have. Um, you know, we worship God through praise, through song. Um, I don't know what you listen. I don't know what kind of music you listen to. Um, if you listen to music, maybe you only listen to podcasts. If you do, thank you for listening to us. But the reality is worship is something that is, should be continual. It's not something we wait on church for. It's not something we wait until the the worship band starts. It's not something we wait until the choir starts singing. It's not something we wait until the preacher starts preaching. That's all part of worship. And the, the part of church is for us to all come together as one corporate body to worship God. But worship is also an individual thing. Worship is not something confined to the church. And, and if we, I feel like a lot of us and, and myself included can lose sight of that sometimes. Um, and I don't get me wrong. I, I get energized by church. Um, I, you know, I go to church and I enjoy, I enjoy the songs. I enjoy gathering with my brothers and sisters in Christ. I enjoy the preaching. I enjoy, enjoy the service, but that's, that's the worship I have with them. But the, the, the truly touching moments I have with God that are so personal and so humbling and so amazing to witness and understand and enjoy are those personal worship moments that I have, my one-on-one -on -one worshiping with God. And so I, I just encourage you know, encourage us that even if the foundation of the temple isn't, isn't laid, we owe it to God to worship him, to praise him. Don't let yourself get so bogged down in the routine of what it's supposed to, of what we have been told is worship to forget that we owe God worship, not just at church. And I, you know, someone may be listening to this being like, well, why do we, why do we owe God worship outside of those times? Because he is worthy, you know, apart, apart from the sacrifice of Christ and the resurrection of Christ and the hope that we have through Christ that we can, we can go to heaven. We, we have escaped the penalty for sin. We've escaped that that horrible fate he is worthy of worship just by being god so i do encourage you to please be mindful you know that as we go through our day as we go through those little moments that we have you know, even if we are, even if, if you're up every morning and you, you're praying and you're reading your Bible, that's worship, you know, and I think there's nothing wrong with having a, a you know, I've, I've had them before where I've read something and it, it's the exact right thing that I needed to read for, for whatever I was going through to help set my mind right. And I've had those breakdowns where, you know, I just, I just praise God that my, 
my Bible study that I'm doing, God, God ordained it so that I had what I needed when I needed it. And, you know, I've, those moments are powerful and those moments are mighty. And those moments are some of the, the greatest worship I've been involved in, in a church, out of a church, it doesn't matter. Um, and I just think it's, it is poignant for us to remember that church is, is vitally important, but church is not the only time of worship. And I just, I love what happened here. You know, like I said, it's been 50 years since, since the first temple was destroyed. They've been allowed to go back and build a new one. And the first thing they do is they start to worship. They start to worship. Then they start to set things right in the temple and rebuild. Before there's a foundation of the temple, they worshiped. And to me, if you, if worship is not the foundation, I, if worship is not the foundation of why we are going to church, I would ask the question of why do we go then? Well, it's a social gathering. Oh, it's a great time. But our purpose to be there is to worship God, to learn, to learn, to learn and to praise and to worship God. And to build one another up. But if worship is not our foundation, why then? You know, because God is worthy of worship. And worship is one of the first things that happens. That fellowship and worship with God. You know, that was, that was day seven of creation. The day of rest. And, and I believe that was the day that creation worshipped God. But that being said, I just I encourage you to be mindful and to be worshipful and to worship God every day uh, in all that we do. I uh, I hope this message has reached someone and helped them. This is Brother Seth. This is Monday mornings on the narrow road. Lord willing, we'll be back next Monday. Please pray for me. I'll be praying for you.